Hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, welcome, hello. welcome. What's up, pals? This is, what's this, number four? This is number yeah. four. Wow. Well, number we've four. done this for a month. Well, We're not old quite. Enough. Oh, yeah, because we skipped. We skipped a week, so we've been doing this for more than a month, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're doing great. We're killing it. <laughs> oh god. Okay, so how was everyone's day today? It was good. That's we it. live in. It was just adulthood. We live in. <laughs> That's all. Um, I have a presentation tomorrow. So Ooh, on what? That's fun. Uh the marketing project that I've been working on this month. Mm. Um but you know, it should be good. People are responding well to it, so I think it'll go well. And then I'm going to go eat so much sushi afterwards. Nice. Oh, yum. So everything's great. Yeah, it does sound that's, really good. That's my Sounds plan. Yummy. What's up with y'all? Well, well nothing much. Uh, work is still work. Dealing with true weird co-workers is fun Oof. but but you know adulthood we live in other than that True. I worked out for the first time today Yay. in a while <laughs> I was like ever? <laughs> in a while that's great <laughs> um, now my body hurts Oof. but it's like a good hurt it's like oh I've done something with my life today instead of just coming straight home from work and sleeping that's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Gotta get those endorphins. Yeah, get swole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna get jacked like <laughs> senior year. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really did get jacked it. senior year. I did. did. Yeah. Never forget. True. What's going on with you, Emma? Um, just, you know, like... Um, I'm kind of close to the end of the semester, so I have, like, a bunch of, like... Did you just fart? <laughs> <laughs> no. What was that think... noise? Uh, I don't know. Some... I really what? hope that it wouldn't have been that loud that you would have heard it from her phone. <laughs> I did not I fart. Do. I, I, would admit, just, I would admit I think if someone's I just moving. Like, somebody ruffled something. Kiana, are you moving? I'm like, yeah, I'm moving. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so it's getting close to the end of the semester. So, like, I have a lot of evaluations and end of, like, semester projects and just, like, requirements I have to finish up, which is stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, this, yeah, school's okay. Like, I mean, it is, <laughs> it is what it is. And they're, the kids are doing good. Good. It's the other day was like, I know Santa's not real. And I'm, oh. Whoa. Um, <laughs> my school is like super open about Santa because like everyone's white and Christian. So like they don't really care. They just blatantly promote Chris- like Christmas or like Christianity. And they're like, it's fine. And I'm like, oh. Um, yeah. So he was like, yeah, Santa's not real in front of a bunch of other kids. And they were like, what? Oh, no. Like, 
um, I don't know where you heard that crazy story because I've never heard of that before. And he's like, hey, I know Santa's not real. One night I stayed up all night and he didn't come. And I was like, are you sure you didn't fall asleep? Even a little bit? And he was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, well, Santa probably came while you were like asleep for those few minutes. And he was like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I know he's not real. And I was like, I've never heard of that before. That sounds really crazy. Sounds fake to me. <laughs> sounds fake, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're I'm glad you saved the day. Yeah, I swooped in. That same in kid elementary had... school, somebody told me on the bus. And I yeah. was like, oh, it's a revelation. Yeah. Oh. You're already so small in elementary school, too. <laughs> Is this yeah. before you were nine years old? I think I was uh, eight. Okay. Honestly, no, I feel like that was, that was an okay age to find out. I think I already knew. Wait, so were you nine in fourth grade or th- fourth grade, right? Fifth grade. No, you skipped third. Oh. You skipped third grade, right? I was nine third grade, in fifth cool. grade. That's when they oh, wrote me really on the young. bathroom wall. <laughs> that is really young, though. Like honestly, that's very young. That was like detrimental to your like nine-year-old psyche but like now looking back yeah but it's a great it's a great joke now yeah now we can laugh um yeah this kid who like told me he didn't believe in Santa also has like a raging crush on me and I don't really know how to handle it but like sometimes I like I have to talk to all the kids and like help them and every time I talk to him and like have to work with him he's like super red and like embarrassed and won't look me in the eye. oh, god. oh my god that's a hardcore buddy. i know i was like buddy you're seven and i'm 22 it ain't gonna happen Sam. <laughs> oh my gosh he's like poor kid <laughs> i'm that kid tbh to anyone i <laughs> anyone i like I just like look disgusting at school like I make no effort in myself and I'm like really like there are young women your age abound yeah but those girls are like those girls are weird and have cooties they're not they're not mature like me yeah they're not a mature lady oh god I'm a mature lady no No. it's it's worse at the older grades though because they're like actually capable of like weird hormones and I'm like ugh Bye-bye. Yeah, that's scary. I got a skill that'll do. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> I was a counselor for the 5th through 7th graders, like, the ones going into 7th grade would be like, hey. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like 18, so it ain't gonna happen. Yeah, it was so, so weird. My brother's friends, like, when he was younger, had crushes on me, and I'm like, you guys are literally children, and I'm like, in high school. <laughs> like, it's not. Why are you doing this right now? It's so weird. Emily, did Tim's friends have tr- uh, crushes on you? Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> I don't dang. think so. Wow, I guess Emily just wasn't um, coveted by the men. <laughs> by the young men. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Uh, speaking of uh, being coveted by men. Oh, yeah. Let's talk. Our, uh, our our topic for today is that a good is segue? That a good segue? <laughs> I don't know if it was. She, she did the ornament, so she says so herself. 
Well, our topic today is the best. It's basically the the most incredible film of the year. Yeah, it's gonna win all the awards at all New the York Times. We can already tell. Um, and it is called one. A Christmas Prince Two Colon The Royal Wedding. Is there a two in there? I don't think there no, is. No, I don't think there's a two. Probably just... not. But it is the second one. So I think that's appropriate to say. I don't know, but everyone knows what I mean, okay? <laughs> no, I was, that was a genuine question. I actually, yeah, no, don't, I actually know. don't know the answer either. Um, I'll look it up because I have... Okay, so to talk about this um, topic today, I took notes while we were watching Kiana's like going the hardest for this podcast. I just tune in and I'm like, here are my thoughts. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's not even true. As I like furiously like coordinate and like put it together and publish on all the sites every week. That's true. Emma writes all of our uh, captions, so shout out to her. I'm just saying I didn't take any notes when we watched this movie. Yeah. um, I think I sat back with some wine maybe. And I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's very just much. called the Christmas Prince. The royal. It's, it's the Christmas Prince. Oh, Sorry, a Christmas Prince. Oh, I was oh, right. I was God. right, guys. You're right there. Yeah. Okay, go me. Um. So we should. I think before we head into the two, we should really re- quickly recap yes. one. Please give us a recap so, of the uh, Christmas Prince one. Yeah. No worries. Colon. No uh, subtitle. <laughs> Um, so okay, everyone, a Christmas prince. Um, or is it the Christmas prince? It's a A Christmas Christmas prince. Okay. Sorry. So a Christmas prince. Um There's more than one Christmas prince, that's why. We have Amber Moore, uh, a reporter at uh Now Beat or Beat Now or something like that. Nobody knows. Nobody knows, which is a magazine or newspaper or something. Um, and she's an editor. And it starts off, she's in the office, and she's trying to, like, be an ambitious writer. She's talking to the different writers, and she's like, what if I wrote this piece? And they're like, stick to your job, editor. Um, so you can tell she's not satisfied in her current work mm-hmm. environment. Then she talks to her boss, and her boss is like, uh, we need you to go to this press conference in Aldovia, which is a country and uh because we don't have any writers to send and it's a press conference with the prince and basically the deal is this the prince's father has died uh and so he needs to ascend to the throne by christmas day of course um and (laughs) if he doesn't then he abdicates it to the like next in line shouldn't it be called a christmas king if he's becoming a king on christmas but was he's a prince before he's the king? Right, but he's a Christmas king. Yeah, by the end, you're right. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Just saying. There's lots of that. It's just Anyways. my thought. So that's the deal. So she flies to Aldovia, and she's sitting in like the castle for the press conference. Oh, and I forgot to mention. So King Richard or Prince Richard, whatever his name is, um, he has like a reputation in the tabloids of being like a bad boy, <laughs> like a playboy and stuff. She's press conference in the castle, and he doesn't show up. Uh, so all the press leave except for Amber because she's a nosy, nosy lady. So she's snooping around the castle, taking really like obvious pictures with her iPhone of like heirlooms, 
And one of the like security people like, catch her. And uh, since they hear her accent and they think she's American, they think that she's the American tutor who's there to prin- tutor. Oh, she's the American tutor who's there to tutor Princess Emily. So she lies and says she is. So basically, the whole like plot of the movie is she's lying as pretending to be this tutor. She gets close to Emily, who eventually finds out she's a journalist. Uh, she gets close with Richard and the Queen and everybody, and is finding out all of the the backstory. Uh, of like why he doesn't want to ascend to the throne um he has a lover named sophia who's trying to get him to fall back in love with her and she's also trying to get the crown so her and his cousin simon who's next in line uh if he abdicates they plot this plan to try and uh to steal it back from him anyways so by the (laughs) end of the movie prince have fallen in love she's gotten close with the little girl she's tutoring she's gotten close to the family um they had a romantic night in this cabin and she like found these papers which she stupidly took back to the castle she does so many stupid things simon like suspicious that she's not a tutor so they go into her room and they figure out who what her real identity is and they figure out that the prince in this in this folder they figure out that the prince is adopted so he's technically not next in line like he's not the bloodline for the throne so on his coronation night uh <laughs> poor the prince uh finds out a that he will not be king because he's adopted b that amber is not the tutor that he thought she was and is this journalist um and see that she's the one who like got the papers to be released in the first place so he gets all upset uh anyways by the end of the movie there's a happy ending they find out that the father before he died uh passed this decree that even if you're not bloodline you could be the king which doesn't make sense so that his son so that his son could be um so his son becomes king and then she goes back to new york and he flies to new york and proposes to her and she's like we we barely know each other and he's like this is like i know this is the right decision and so they did, they're getting engaged. Um, well, we're not getting. So that that's where we end after the first the first movie. So beginning of the second movie, yeah. So that's where we we could start there. Beginning. Yeah. So it um, opens up with Amber typing on her computer, oh, telling God. her loyal blog readers because that- now she is a blog. This is a new thing. She's now <laughs> not only is she a queen to be, she's a blogger now. Because but she also had a she had a blog last movie because oh, she okay. wrote that expose on the prince where she was like the prince is kind or some stupid title like that right. and it turned out he's not a playboy yeah. and he just cares about people. I would like so. to point out that this blog is called Amber's Blog. <laughs> um, it's and very, event, it's very well written. The blog post she's typing is called Big Event, which she she is referring to her wedding of becoming a queen. That is the title of her blog post. Just, the, the best thing to do in these movies is to uh, read, like, pause and like read the things that are being written. Um, because yes, they don't absolutely. think anyone's going to do that for some reason, even though it's Netflix. And it's really funny because they do not try. <laughs> it was this um, last Christmas, Prince, when she was in the... like. I saw this tweet. I didn't magically see this on my own. But anyway, so while she was in her boss's office at the magazine, there was this huge, like, poster of, like, a magazine in the background. And when you pause it, it's, like, a picture of, like, a lady. And instead of a name, it just says pop singer. 
<laughs> That's funny. My favorite part was just re- like when they were like, "Oh yes, Princess Emily has been coding all night long to try to hack into this whatever." And she was like, "Wait, no, she no, was- Emily, okay. you're done. You're fine. You, you can't. Fine. You can't it's relevant to the pausing. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, okay. they they we paused it, and she had written like one line of like crappy code. <laughs> Like, Princess Emily is a queen, but, like, we kind of exposed her there because she did not do a very good job. <laughs> Princess Emily just wanted to be involved. She was like, wait, I, uh, I can come? And they were like, wait, what? That was she a was huge like, twist. I was so here for yeah. that twist. But, like, Apparently they wouldn't have been able to... Okay, anyways, we'll get there. Yeah, okay, we'll continue there. with your uh, d- dutiful note-taking, please. Yeah, so we were on Amber's blog. And she... It's been a... It's been almost a year since... The first movie so it's been a year of her flying from new york to aldovia to aldovia to new york it's christmas again just, it's just so crazy and her life is just so insane it's like a cinderella story but modern times and she's just she doesn't know what to do you know so, yeah <laughs> in the sequence, in the sequence there's i remember because i've watched the movie twice now um the first thing was that why does she pack a suit? Like, why don't you just leave some clothes at the castle? Like, if she's honestly traveling that much, she has like a full ass, like huge rolly suitcase every time she goes to Aldovia. I mean, I'm like, why does she still? Why does she still even live there. in New York? Yeah, <laughs> I thought like, why she would usually... just move. Like, first of all, she's a blogger. Like, you can do that from wherever. <laughs> I feel like it would have just made things easier. And also, um, the job that she was working for, Beat Now or Now Beat, whatever. It's a- the magazine's gone now. Yeah, it, it, her and her friends work there, but now they no longer work there and have all different jobs. The gay guy is a um, security desk attendant at the Noodle Chalet's corporate offices. Yes. I specifically remember but, that. So, she has the huge suitcase, which I don't get. And then I also don't get... The, she's getting, like, all these interviews and, like, late-night talk shows for, like... I, he will be a, engaged to the king? Like, I don't she's, get... She's supposed like, to be Meghan Markle. She's just worse, This is though. just a movie about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. That's what this is. <laughs> oh, that's it's true. really it thinly be. veiled. It could be. I don't know enough about, like, their situation. Yeah. They uh, met on the they made a met on the blind date. Meghan Markle's friend set her up with Prince Harry. I'm like shook <laughs> about that. Like, why why are you guys that level of friends with me? I'm kind of confused. Like we've been we've been friends for five years, and you not once set me up on a blind date with a prince. So like, hello. We have set you up on a blind date before, but yeah. not with Prince Harry. <laughs> And I feel yeah. like I've been gypped, so thank you. That's all. Let's continue. Yeah, um, so, yeah, okay, that, that makes more sense, I guess, if they're trying to do, like, a, the Meghan Markle comparison. But I was like, also, Amber's kind of, like, boring. So, kind of? <laughs> she's definitely, all the characters in this film are very boring. I Emily, hate them I, all. <laughs> except Emily. Emily is, like, annoying because she's, like, I keep saying she's, like, nine, but everyone else keeps saying she's, like, 12. She's not nice. Do you want me to look at the can actress? I'm like actually curious now. I'll look, I'll look it up. No, I'm doing can we it. Talk about Continue she's... with your note taking, Kiana. 
Uh, Wait, hold on. We need to pause for. Can we talk about this? Kiana. Second. So a nine-year-old would be in the third grade. Do you think Emily is in the third grade? Honestly. No. Kiana. Emma's a better, better tell of age of children. Because okay, I can't like tell. Twelve. Kiana, she's like at least twelve. Yeah. Okay, Honor Leafsey is her name. She is Oh, an ad popped up. Sorry, one second. Um, she was born in 2004. She's 14. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> She's not playing a nine-year-old. That's literally insane. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, also, I want to reiterate, I took notes for like the first 20 minutes. Um, we'll, so we'll I only have, more, like, yeah, we'll figure it out. I only have six bullets, but... We, um, we just watched this movie two days ago, everyone. We've so got it. So, after, after her, she finished, like, talking about her blog, she's going to Aldovia for the final time so she can get ready for the wedding. And Amber and her dad... Her dad is played by a different actor who looks completely different. From, Which is why like, there's, like, 27 jokes about it in the first five minutes. Because they're like, let's just really, like, lead into this. I mean, I guess that's better than just ignoring that's true. it. Like, that's true. Bel-Air, we were like, we all know this is someone different. Why are you pretending like yeah. it's not a different <laughs> This is a different Aunt Viv. Don't lie to our faces. <laughs> Don't lie to us like this. <laughs> we have eyes. Yeah, they leaned into it this time. Um, so... Yeah. She flies into Aldovia. And do you guys remember, first off, it pans over a shot that says, what is it, Aldovia Airport yeah. or something stupid? <laughs> yeah, there's just a sign in the airport that says Aldovia Airport. And then Sahil steals her cab. Sahil steals her cab, um, but not before she gives that horrible, like, the press is like, Amber, what do you think about, like, this political issue? And she's like, um, I'm uh, here in Aldovia, and I'm for Christmas, and King Richard is a great king, and yes. And I was like, what the <laughs> <laughs> honestly me though when i'm put in any type of on the spot situation did um, you guys yes um... <laughs> i'm excited for christmas and i love my husband and the wedding is coming up soon. <laughs> goodbye <laughs> did you guys know that the actress that plays um amber is a power ranger yeah, I did. I looked it up. No, yeah, she was actually a very good Power Ranger. Just saying. Damn, good for yeah. her. Yeah. Does her credibility go down a little bit after these two movies? I feel like it should. Well, yeah, she has her own. It's strange because she has her own CW TV show. Like she's a lead in a CW TV show. Why did? And she's from the lo- <laughs> and she's the sister, the younger sister from the Lovely Bones. And you're like, yeah. huh? What are you doing in this movie? Honestly, though, like, Abigail, when she was watching it, she's like, real people, like, adults, said yes to this script. <laughs> Netflix yeah, I'll will do make it. anything. Also, it, it's, yeah. like, very successful, so, like, they know, I guess they know what the people want, and what the people want that- is bad movies. I also th- which th- yeah, is I accurate. also think she's, like, I think she's a good actress, but in this movie, she's just like, whatever, like, I'm just <laughs> gonna be... Up. <laughs> has no meat like her character is nothing so I, I don't know what she really could do with it but I feel like every character in this show in this movie has nothing like yeah exactly they're That's just what makes like sense. a shell like maybe in the first one they 
were a little bit more entertaining, but in this one, they're just like, yes, this is what the plot demands us to go do, so we're just gonna do it now. And we're like, wait, <laughs> what? So Sahil steals the cab, getting, you know, getting back. Yeah. Sahil Sahil steals the cab, and he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you know, my gang. He's the only, like, character in this story, honestly. Yeah, he's the only one that's, like, entertaining enough where I'm like, oh, Sahil? Sahil? Um, so she and her dad get in the limo. Oh, and this is when she pretends to be shook that, like, limos come to pick up, like, a queen to be. <laughs> she like, a commercial airline, which also doesn't make any sense. And then she's, like, going to take a cab, and she's like, what? The limo's here to escort she's us? She's like, oh, how dare they send the limo? I'm like, all of your problems are ridiculous. Yeah, she's all like of her that problems in this movie are like, oh, I'm so sad that I'm like a rich queen. And her, she like Skypes her friends at home and just complains. And they're like, huh? You keep just jumping forward. Okay, well, I have a lot to say and we're going very slow. We are going very slow. Speed okay, so up. we get to the castle. Uh, this is where the dad like introduces himself to all the family and it's just so cringe yeah the dad is horrible he's the worst character in this he's just you're like they're trying to play up like worst character the dad you're settling on the dad (laughs) who would be the worst character then i don't know dude i hate amber's converse so much that i (laughs) yeah i agree but like the dad they try to play him up as like the lovable kooky dad that's like just trying to have fun with the kids and just, like, trying to live life. And you're, like, they're just doing it to, like, the max. Like, a thousand percent. And he's just a very annoying character compared to everyone else. Even though Amber's shoes were very annoying. The way she dressed was awful. Anyway. Um, anyway, so, yeah. So, he's all cringe with the fam. And all the royals are, like, what? who is this guy? Um... They also don't know it's Amber's dad, so they're literally like, who are you? What are you doing in the palace? And it's like, oh yeah, that's my dad. He's a different actor now, (laughs) so I know you wouldn't recognize him. Alright, let's see what else. And then the king is like not really to be seen anywhere, like at the beginning, and so it's very clear right off the bat that like, something is going on. And then... They're like, what do you think about the king's initiative? And then we hear all about this initiative next, right? Which I just have a lot of thoughts about how this was I think you should talk about the initiative then. I thought she linked up with Richard first, though. Like, they're like, oh. She did briefly see him, but he got, like, he got pulled away because they were like, the prime minister needs to talk to you. The prime minister. Economic affairs needs to talk to you, king. And he was like, oh, goodbye. And she was like, hi, I haven't seen you. Like, can we speak? And he was like, no, I must go. And he was like, I'll see you at the thing later. Whatever event was later that evening. Was that the, was that the rally? That's where, she, that's where she was like, <laughs> Richard like walked away from her to like do his job and like mingle with dignitaries. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she was like, Richard! And he was like, <laughs> he was like, Dude, what? <laughs> yeah, because later that night they go to like a ball that's happening at, at in the castle, and 
he's just like she's supposed to be mingling because she's the queen to be (laughs) but she's like no fuck you guys i'm gonna just hang out by myself you're like oh yeah Amber, this is literally your job someone like the king's like mom was like oh do you want to meet these people like let me introduce you to these really important dignitaries and whatnot and they're like oh hi like nice to meet you amber and she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, goodbye. I, I must go save Richard. And Richard's, like, deep in a meeting, and, like, it's just ridiculous. You can't, you can't do that. It's not okay. Also, if they've been, like, engaged a year, and she's been to Aldovia, like, a bunch, and he's king, like, how is this the first ball she's realizing that he has to, like, mingle and be busy? Like, what? Well, no, he's only busy because his initiative is failing. And yet no one's making any effort to investigate or fix it because everyone's apparently True. stupid. Also, we have to talk about the initiative. The okay. initiative is supposed yeah. to bring mo- like money back into the country. So The initiative is called uh, uh, Bring Aldovia to the 21st Century. <laughs> yes. It's supposed to modernize Aldovia as a country. Basically, the government is Strengthening like... Yeah, basically the government is investing in private infrastructure projects around the country and somehow this is correlating with the fact that nobody in government offices or jobs are getting paid now for some reason (laughs) like that's just like somehow a trickle down effect from this and it's just not at all explained and then like they have this rally where the king or the king's giving a speech about like Aldovia initiative, blah blah blah, and basically it's just a bunch of people with picket signs that first of all are ridiculous. <laughs> what do you say? Like the ball, right? They're at the like he's giving a speech or something. I like yeah, the one this one. I like the one that just says why. There's <laughs> just a sign <laughs> that says one. It was like. Uh, like get rid of inflation or something like that. Like, but like essentially, I took notes and I wrote some down. There was one that was, "Where is our pay?" (laughs) (laughs) Like other things. Pay us Uh, now. But yeah, essentially, it's like like they're losing. They're they're losing money on this initiative, and like somehow no one knows why, quote unquote. But that doesn't make any sense because you could literally just like look into it but nobody seems to be looking into it they're just like we don't know what's going on and then basically because they're losing money they're unable to pay their workers but that's not how it's presented they're presenting it like somehow their workers are just not being paid like out through no like through no fault of anyone especially the king like you're just choosing not to pay people <laughs> just pay them and they're like i don't understand why everyone's mad why are people on strike? Why are people upset? I'm like, you fired a bunch of people and you're not paying the rest of them. I'm like, that's why. And then it's just not yeah. explained the entire movie until the very end, which is... And this is also because everyone's a shell of their former selves. This is just Richard's character the whole entire movie. He's just constantly being like, he's like, I don't why get is it. this initiative not Why does working? no one like my initiative? And literally everyone is <laughs> just like, trying to help Amber's like, maybe I'm... it's because you're not paying them. And then he's like, Shh, I think you're busy with wedding preparations. Yeah, that was woman. And I feel like that was never woman. addressed. Like, that was never addressed as a problem in his character. Like, it was just fine. Yeah, also, like, um, 
him and Amber have zero chemistry this entire movie. Yeah, it True. really just felt like they were just running through the motions. They're like, yeah, they're like, okay, like I guess let's get married. Uh, love <laughs> you a lot. You're the love of my life. I, I don't do. even think they said I love you in this movie. They were just like, she was just yeah. like, hey, how's it going? And he was just like, I can't believe this initiative is not working. <laughs> and then that's it. That was like their conversation throughout the movie. So we learned about this initiative, then we learned that Emily has this Christmas project and she's the lead, and we also learned that uh, Simon has no money since the last movie, the cousin, um, and he's broke. We also learned that uh, Lord Leopold uh, helped his father like run and create this initiative. And, and, and did it, it happen, this, like, this initiative failed during Richard's father's time, and Leopold was just like, bye. Yeah, but now he's back, <laughs> and now he's back. He's he's gonna come back to the castle and help counsel Richard, so he can like have some guidance during this time. Um, and so yeah, that's that catches up with us to like initiative things. Um, so now that, it's Emily's pageant. Oh my god! So wait, Amber goes to uh, watch a rehearsal or something, right? Yeah, and yeah. she's like, wow. Emily's amazing in this pageant. She's doing <laughs> wonderful. Also, the pageant's very weird. It's like mixed with Shrek. It's and basically like... Shrek. It's like an Aldovian <laughs> Christmas story, but about like, how Santa got his power. Literally, the story is just Shrek with a Christmas <laughs> theme. <laughs> Emily got cast at the lead as the lead of the play, which I feel like is nepotism in some way. Oh, for sure. Um, and also, she has a crush on her, like, co- co-star. Whose name is Tom Quill. Tom Quill. What a cutie. Um, when they were talking about it, Emily was, or what's her name? Amber was like, oh, a boy? Like, wow, sounds like you have a crush on a boy. And Emily takes a pillow and, like, slams her <laughs> in the face. And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, what the heck? You know Amber's right. Why did you just slam her in the face with the pillow? <laughs> Um, she's only nine she doesn't understand she's 14 i'm kidding i'm kidding um yeah so we get so emily really cares about this play we watch this dress rehearsal of this weird shrek off like offspring on the tiniest stage i've ever seen the tiniest it barely fits emily and tom like it barely fits two like 13 year olds on that stage and i'm like how are they having a play in this it bothered me to know it the lights cut. What's happening? Oh, none of our workers are getting paid. <laughs> so we're on a strike of solidarity. And bitchy princess Emily. I'm sorry, Emily. You're not a bitch. Um, but, like, no, it's not. It's not about me. Um, right. no, I meant Princess Emily, but yeah. So um, Princess Emily is like, damn. What about my play, Amber? And I'm like. Emily, people then, are not getting paid. And then, of course, paid. everyone focuses on this as the main problem to solve for the next 20 minutes, which is lit, because no one's getting paid. They're literally forgetting the reason why the pageant got cancelled in the first place, which is none of the workers are getting paid. <laughs> so, so they, um, they, also, there's another, like, there's, like, a lot of side plots and there's another side plot that usually on christmas eve there's a big christmas tree in front of the castle oh yeah and like it's very traditional so there's no inflatables but like of course amber and her 
kooky dad wants to put inflatables <laughs> in it. But everyone's like, no, we're we're supposed to be royalty. We can't do that. And we're just like, okay. So there's that another side plot about finding the perfect Christmas tree for the castle. And also, uh, two others I thought of was one, the dad and the palace chef. Like he goes, the dad is a, has his own diner in New York, and he goes to talk to the like palace chef about her cooking, and he gets like sentenced to do dishes, but they're gonna like fuck later. So that's a <laughs> that fine. does not happen. I would like to clarify. It doesn't happen, but they they heavily imply it is that implied. they that's true are a thing. Um, and then also the plotline, uh, crud. It was about um. Oh, the the wedding itself, like oh, they yeah, had Sahil. Sahil is being the wedding planner. Is the wedding planner, and he's being literally crazy. And him and Mrs. Avril, which is like the press lady who controls like uh like the PR stuff, uh like they have all this protocol and like oh and like Queen Helena's wedding, she wanted this, and this is like this royal tradition. So Amber doesn't really have a say in like and what she wants to wear. So ugly. Everything's <laughs> ugly. Her dress, however, that she wears in this scene is not as ugly as her actual wedding dress. Just worn. Like that was the biggest twist of the film is when her real wedding dress was worse than her other one. Yeah, it was uglier somehow. She like flipped out. She was like, this is the ugliest design. Oh no. I want to be able to wear my dress, my shoes, my makeup. And then she does and she looks like horrible. Like where did (laughs) Yes, <laughs> true. And those damn converse. And we're and we're all supposed to pretend as an audience that she looks amazing, but we're all like, she looks terrible. She looks like she just rolled out of bed and decided to get <laughs> married to a king. I just like. Also, like, why does this entire movie look so low budget? Like <laughs> Netflix has money. They could have shelled out for a nicer dress. Yeah, they could have shelled out for a lot of things, but they're like. Eh. We'll just have the one stage that can only fit two people on it, barely, and then that should be good enough, I think. There's set pieces that were also just, like, the living room and, like, um, outside. <laughs> that was yeah, they didn't have a ton of stuff at all. Um, and they had that, like, that giant-ass picture of King Richard's dad that just, like, <laughs> is in every room that they went in. Just staring at So, yeah, so I think back to where we were. So that's where we're catching up. And so, of course, everyone's so concerned about how to get this play back on. So they decide to hold it at the castle. But not after, but that's after the queen, or that's after they pick out a perfect Christmas tree. And it's after the queen and all, like, everyone in the royal, like, cabinet go tobogganing. <laughs> and then they True. come back and Emily, they've had a day of like exhilarating fun and Emily's like what about my play and I'm like oh my god literally people are not getting paid Emily people oh. are dying Emily Kim <laughs> <laughs> there's people that are dying <laughs> and then so they put on the pageant at the castle and it's a hit everyone yep. is like Actually, the, the pageant itself is, like, terrible. It's very, <laughs> it's, like, pretty terrible. But it's, like, cute because they're, you know, they're little kids. And you're like, oh, that's nice. Which is way bigger than their actual stage that they practice on. 
Yeah. So that's nice. And then what happens after that? Well, then they have that weird scene where, like, they're reading Christmas cards. And oh, yeah. The queen, like, somehow people can send Christmas cards directly to the queen and she will open all of them. <laughs> she opens one and is like, hey, royals, hope you're enjoying your warm castle while we all starve because you aren't paying us. And then the queen was like, this one's not festive. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, Let's the queen is up. also like, wow, are we not doing what we need to do? And you're like, you're and not. And then literally King, King Richard people. is like, um, I don't understand what's going wrong with my initiative. And I'm like, literally just pay your workers. Like, first of all, do investigation to figure out like who's embezzling from your initiative. But like, <laughs> secondly, that's not related to the fact that you could just pay your workers. Like, <laughs> Maybe you'll go into a deficit because your initiative's not working out, but like, just pay them. Just yeah, give them um, the money. I don't understand. Lord Leopold. Like, he's like, I don't understand time. why this is happening. I'm like, what do you mean? Lord Leopold, this whole entire time, has been like, it's going to be fine. It's going to work itself out. And King Richard's like, hey, maybe we should investigate. And Lord Leopold's like, no, King Richard does literally to? nothing. He's like, I don't know what we should do. And Amber, who's just like a blogger, like she doesn't have any expertise. Like she's not a politician or an economist. She's like, yo, um, as someone who's like balanced a checkbook before, I feel like we could easily investigate this <laughs> by just looking into like where we're giving the money and like where it should be coming out and what's not matching up with the plan. And they're like, uh, I don't understand. Maybe we should just keep scratching our heads. And she's like, but guys. And then they're like, don't you have wedding planning to do? And it's just. Yeah, he's also like, <laughs> you're a woman. So. But it's, just, <laughs> but it's not even here. that. Like, it's like never explained, like, why they're being like, well, like, why the king is being like this. Like, there's no reason for it. Again, his character is just. I'm confused about my initiative. <laughs> I'm just really That's confused. Whole thing. Um, so. After the getting the card, Amber decides it's enough is enough. She's she's gonna go investigate what the heck is going on with this. Wait, 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 wait. Her two friends show up. Her yeah, I was about to say that. Her two- token gay friend and token black friend show up. Mm-hmm. Yes. For the wedding and they're they're like, Wow, this is so exciting. And she's just like, Yeah, guys, we're gonna do some investigating and they're like, Huh? So like actually we're not just gonna like... kind of like hang out with you and you know maybe spend time with you before your wedding she's like actually i don't care about you i would like to investigate and i'm like maybe <laughs> the like people that made this plan should investigate but whatever it's fine like you go investigate on your own yeah and so she does this magnificent um detective work she goes and finds the card and finds the guy's name. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow finds out what bar he frequents because he she somehow has found his wife. Yeah, that's not really know, explained. You know, <laughs> and she gets to the bar and just starts in a, in a disguise, put- which includes yeah. sunglasses and nothing else. And a drunk guy com- like confronts her and is like, "Why are you wearing sunglasses in the bar?" She's like, "I have a light sensitivity <laughs> disorder." That's one of the best lines of the entire movie. <laughs> And the guy's just like, like oh. Lassie, why can't I see your pretty eyes in the light of the bar? And she's like, and she's I have like, a white sensitivity disorder. 
But after that, she really immediately takes off her glasses because her sunglasses so she can reveal that she's the queen to be to this, like, random man that she's confronting at the bar. Yeah. He's like, my entire company shut down. These two companies are taking over, but we don't have, like, no physical existence. Uh, I think they're called Meadowlark. Like, literally this one random man in a bar knew everything about yeah. the situation so i'm like how did no one like put the pieces together before now and so he tells her and she writes on her pad meadowlark and fishy those are the only <laughs> two notes she took from that the best not anything about like these companies not existing actually no the money's actually going back to aldovia it's going to these random foreign con- companies just fishy and meadowlark and, and people are like, hey, it's, uh, what's her face? Amber. Oh my god, Amber. And Simon pops out of nowhere and is like, come on. You want yeah, me- why was he there? He was no following re- them, right? Oh, okay. I think they, they And so he uh, ushers them out and they all pile into his car and they go home to uh, crack the case. The but black friend really and Simon. The- oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say the black girl and Simon have this like weird flirting oh, that thing that's disgusting. happening. That's just it. very unsettling. You're like, wait, what's happening? It was just so unwarranted. Also, they're trying to give Simon a redemption arc in this movie. So throughout the whole movie, yeah, throughout the whole movie, he seems as sketchy as the first one. But then he like helps them at the end, so now he's like a good guy. So we're rooting for Simon in this one, not yep. in the first one. Um, also, I'd like to point out who really cracked the case. It was Princess Emily. Um, even after her bitchiness about the pageant, she came through. Um, because because what they needed to do was crack into the like mainframe or whatever the heck. Like they didn't really clarify what they were doing. It was just like, oh, we have to code. Um, well, they- they had they, the they had Meadowlark, and then they knew there were two mm-hmm. businesses, and they wanted to find out where the money from those two businesses were, like where it was going, like who. Right. Money. But the only way, and they have to like, like they have to register their company in the Hall of Records, like financial. Oh, records. you paid way more attention to me. Yeah, you're right. I do remember that now. Um, the reason. I- and then so she was like, all of a sudden, Princess Emily rolls into the room out of nowhere, and she's like, "I can hack. I can." <laughs> she's like, "I can code. I can hack." And they're like, wow, that's a really useful skill for you to just randomly Actually, have no, right now. Every, like, everyone but Simon's like, oh, that's cool. Simon's like, what the fuck? How did you learn yeah. how to hack? And, and she's like, like, that's <laughs> normal that this, like, 12-year-old princess just knows how to, like, hack into databases. And then she's like, cool. It's going to take me all night, though. So she sits with her, like, little laptop in her, like, tray thing. And she just types and types. And then nobody even, like, sits by her side to support her. Like, she stays up all night working on this code to try to, like, literally save the day for everyone. And Amber and her two friends, like, I don't know where the heck Simon goes, but Amber and her two friends just go have, like, a bachelorette party in the corner. And they, like, paint each other's toenails. And then the next day, they're like, hey, so Emily, like, how's it going? And she's like, I'm almost there. And they show her screen and she has like one like, code written. And it doesn't even make sense. And then she like presses a few more buttons and suddenly like they're hacked into this like thing. 
I don't even, yeah, the Hall of Records, whatever document had to be submitted. And dun, 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 it says that, what's the guy's name? Leopold? Leopold Plumtree. But wait, yeah. wait, wait. All these, before, they have the and I forgot how after the, like, what's happening? I can't, stuff. I don't hear anything you just said. What did you say? For the Who's moving? I'm making tea. No, Emily. Emily. You. Emily. No, Emma cut out. That's not my fault. I can hear your tea kettle. Yeah, yeah but it cut. Um. Anyways, so. Um. So after the Christmas pageant, they were making cookies like all the kids and everybody, and so uh, and Amber had taken pictures of the tobogganing and like the kit pageant and the kids making cookies, and she wrote this whole blog post about like Christmas time. And the royal family cut to the morning after her bachelorette party and her uh, like her blog post is down or something like that and so she gets called and she was like hey you're deleting my you're deleting my blogs and the pr lady is like so what it doesn't follow protocol um <laughs> and so her and richard get called into the pr lady's office and she's like hey you have to stop censoring me this is actually my like job i'm a journalist so you need to stop um <laughs> Richard, and then like the PR lady looks at Richard, and Richard's like, <clears throat> and Amber's like, wait, what the hell? Like, can you defend me, please? This is literally my livelihood. And Richard's like, <laughs> he's like, maybe you should focus on the wedding. And she's like, bye. And she yeah, leaves. Yeah, she storms out. Everyone's like, where's Amber? Meanwhile, Emily's, like, yelling at Simon, and they get in a fight, and she's like, shut up! And she starts banging the keyboard, and then she magically figures out the password, so then, <laughs> um, and then Richard rides out to the cabin, where she stole his adoption papers and ruined his life last year. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, you have to come back now. We have serious business. Like, I should have stood up for you. And she was like, yeah, you dumbass. You actually should have stood up for me. I want this wedding to be ours. Also, in this entire scene, not a spark of chemistry whatsoever. Nope. <laughs> not even a little bit. Uh, so she rides back to the castle, and they all come front Lord Leopold. Yep, yeah, because they found out that Leopold Crabtree was the owner of the companies that were embezzling money from the, you know, blessed initiative that was so great. So basically, yeah, they're like, oh, it's all his fault. And that's why it's been covered up, which I don't really still don't understand because Richard also didn't do anything to figure this out. But like, whatever, it's fine. Um, anyways, yeah, so they go confront Leopold. Um, this part's wild because instead of just telling him that they found this like document that they have printed out, instead she pulls a fucking bow and arrow on him, which I think <laughs> is hilarious because it's just so unnecessary. <laughs> and they're just like, what are you going to do with that? And then they show him the piece of paper and they say, hey, we found out your scheme. Like, you've been arrested. And then the queen says, take him to the dungeon. And then everyone shook because they didn't know there was a dungeon. And that's really cool. Yeah. So we so find out what happened. Holds the snake. Uh, <laughs> he's a fucking snake. It's a good ruler. Uh, he's he's a good ruler. It wasn't his fault. It I was mean, a- he literally did nothing to solve this, but, like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so then he makes an announcement 
on Aldovia, he rips up the speech that Leopold wrote him, and he says, hey, look, everyone's going to get paid. So every single citizen of Aldovia is going to get a Christmas bonus. Which is how not how anything works. Like, and, he's yeah. like, yes, we're flush with cash now. I'm like, who paid you? Like, flush <laughs> So it's, that's insane. And then, yeah, everyone gets a Christmas bonus, and they're all just so thrilled. Like, nobody cares that this fraud and embezzlement went on for months right under the king's nose. Like, no one really gives a crap. They're just like, oh, that's awesome. Like, I'm so excited that everything worked out. So they're all happy, and now the, the royal wedding can commence as planned. Yeah. But at this point, Amber has told off Sahil, and she's like, I'm wearing my own shoes, my own jewelry, my own dress, and you can't do anything about it. And, and guess what like, she goes and does? She wears an uglier dress than the one <laughs> he had picked out, and she wears sparkly converse. Because she's a quirky, cool girl, despite the fact that she wore heels earlier in the movie. It's fine. We're not going to call that out. She was like, when Sahil was like dressing her, she was like, I can't walk in these. And it was like a one inch heel. It was literally smaller than the heels I wore at work today. Like, Amber, Amber, relax. It also looked around the same size as the heels she was wearing before that scene. So we're all like, wait. Huh? We were like, heels earlier? Yeah, so they get married, and then everyone does the... Also, still not a speck of chemistry in this entire wedding scene. (laughs) Nope. No chemistry to be found. No, nothing whatsoever. There's more chemistry between the dad and the woman chef than King Richard is. There was more chemistry between Sahil and the gay friend. There's more chemistry between Simon and... um, the well, they had more chemistry than anyone, but it was, like, awful. <laughs> Emily, uh, Abig- when Abigail and I were watching this, we were like, okay, we don't care about any of these plot lines. We want to watch a whole movie about Princess Emily, and that's it. Same. Next, it's just a movie about Princess Emily, because Christmas literally, princess. She's, the only- she's, the- exactly. she's the only character with substance. Girls and who can code. Girls who code. Girls who code. So they get married. Um, they have that ugly ass cape topper that looks like a melted Bratz doll. <laughs> it's awful. And there's, uh, there's a conga line. There's a conga line. I love the mm-hmm. conga line. I think that's the best. <laughs> All of the sexual tension just really culminates in the conga line at the end. Um, and then if the prince Amber go outside, or the king, I guess. King Richard and Amber go outside, and they like kiss because it's their wedding. Still, while they're no making chemistry. out. <laughs> and then uh, the conga line comes outside and that's how the (laughs) it's beautiful stuff like I said it's gonna win all of the awards but let's be honest let's let's set our love for bad Christmas movies aside I mean we love bad Christmas movies like we like we're we're like bitching about this movie we just like complained about this movie for almost an hour but we had a great time watching it yeah it's a good there's only been a couple movies we've watched that are bad, like, to the point that we would never watch it again. Like, we would not recommend it to anyone. We just, a teacher, that's a horrible movie. A, a teacher. A teacher is a horrible movie. <laughs> what is that? Ask Me. It was like, anything. Ask Me Anything's a horrible movie. So Below Her Mouth was bad, too. Below yeah. Her Mouth. <laughs> I forgot about that one. 
<laughs> oh, God, I can't even talk about that movie. If we had to give a Christmas Prince, the Royal Wedding, or whatever the movie's called, an honest out of five star rating, where where are we placing this? Be honest. Oh, six stars. <laughs> the first thing I said was <laughs> because of girls who code. Oh my. God. Also, I would put it on um, a healthy two to. 2.5 that's that, that's like half okay so that averages out to a really good reading i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a two as well i don't think it's worth a 2.5 i think it's well. it's enjoyable if you watch it with friends but if you're watching it alone it might be too much for you oh i would have loved it watching it alone just the same well maybe not just the same it was like, i liked watching it with you guys but i think that you know it's good in any setting you can watch it you know you can watch it by yourself you can watch it with your friends you can watch it with your mom your cat your um i don't know your significant other anyone really it's a great That's film for for all for all ages and, and with all people just that after christmas <laughs> yeah and christmas prince was the only movie i've ever thoroughly enjoyed so um for you Let's do a comparison. We've watched all of three of us have watched the Princess Switch. So oh, that one think, was really good. Do you it think was better? Like, the Princess objectively Switch better. was objectively better than a Christmas <laughs> Prince. Do so colon a royal wedding? The holiday calendar was also cute, but basically, I just really like kitschy Christmas romantic comedies. Like sue me. I'm sorry, I do. But I, you know what I think would have made this movie better. What? Like, chemistry? <laughs> yes. Genuine chemistry between the romantic leads. Because that would have at least like pulled me back into the rom com part of it. Like I feel like the reason the second one was so bad was because there was just like, wait, oh yeah, we're watching a romantic comedy, but there's no romance at all in this movie. They literally did not I feel the like Tom Quill, which I live for. But... I feel like they were only in each other they were only together probably for like 15 minutes out of the whole entire movie. Yeah, probably. Like, well, the he movie was, was mostly He was just dealing doing... with his initiative. And by <laughs> dealing with, I mean, he was doing absolutely nothing and just probably sitting in a room by himself, scratching his head, wondering why his initiative wasn't working. Just sit back on the whiteboard and looks at it for, like, hours. Everyone's Buddy. like, where's King Richard? <laughs> He's just still staring at that damn whiteboard. <laughs> Initiative question mark. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> are you not going to Aldovia? Question mark. I chose not to pay my workers. Question mark. <laughs> Stop inflation. Why? <laughs> there is our pay. Basically, the 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 um, most important part of this movie was the economic subplot. <laughs> But actually, like, we're joking, but, like, no. That's, remember that when was they, pretty much the Remember movie. when there was a serious suggestion that they, they could solve all of the country's problems by investing in Bitcoin? Oh, yes, Simon, you stupid <laughs> That had me shook. I just ignored it because it just reminded me of, like, people who want to talk about Bitcoin. <laughs> Okay, we have to we have to wrap we it up. We have to wrap it up, but you know, the most important part of the movie was Bitcoin. That's all I have to say. True, that is the most important part. Um, but yeah, this has been a great analysis of my new favorite film, A Christmas Prince Two: Colon A Royal Wedding. 
and I'm really glad that we had this chat. And for any uh, listeners who want to do like a movie, who club, are still here, <laughs> who are still yeah, congrats, you're still here. Uh, maybe, maybe that's something we'll do in the future. Um, yeah, I don't think we have a topic for next week. We're gonna um, figure it out. It's probably gonna be holiday related because that's the theme for this yeah. month. Since yeah. it's Christmas time, we like the holidays. Um, if you have Wait. any suggestions for us, shoot us. Know. DM us. Slide into the DM. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Well, are we are you ready to sign off, folks? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, adulthood. We. we- Live in. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, everyone. Oh, yeah. Happy oh, Hanukkah to our Jewish listeners. Yeah. All right. Good night. All right. Good night. Have a good night.